Welcome back, episode 34 of Airport Adjacent. My name is Kalani Thomas, or as most of you know me, Coach Cal. And I wanted to talk to you today specifically about a term that you were probably familiar with, but I hope to redefine it for you in a brand new way. And most of you are probably familiar with a Darwinian evolutionary term known as survival of the fittest. And this came back up to me in the context that it was originally designed for in sciences and talking about uh, the, the fittest um, in society that are able to adapt and survive and, and evolve and do all of those things. And I think when you take this term and you combine it with a term that's been around the branding and marketing world for a very long time, which is a prosumer, a professional consumer, you have an opportunity to understand as a business who it really is that's driving your survival, okay? Because it's not that person that comes in and purchases from you one time and keeps the purchase almost exclusively to themselves. It's the person who comes in, uh, has a good or bad experience, does or does not purchase, and then tells other people why they did or did not support your business. That's the prosumer. In an age of social media, in an age of online reviews, where every single interaction you have with a customer can turn that customer into either a brand advocate or a brand atheist and can push that person in your direction, you've got to be very careful that you're always marketing to and selling to the professional consumer because the professional consumer is the one that's going to tell other people whether or not they should visit your business, whether or not other people can trust what's happening in your business. And if you're not catering to this individual and allowing these brand advocates to carry you and support you through whatever it is that the business is going through, you're going to be in a situation where it doesn't work. And think for yourself, how many businesses do you see that are engaging customers actively? in social media, in store events, in these different ways that make people want to interact with their business, that make people want to become advocates for their business. I got to talk a little bit the other day about one of my favorite versions of this that's going on right now. And this is the Domino's uh, guerrilla campaign, if you will, to fix potholes and roads that might be ruining your pizza purchasing experience, right? Now, in no way, shape, or form is anyone going to stop ordering pizza or start ordering from a different store because of the number of potholes that are between their location and the location they want to get pizza from. That's not the thing. The thing is, when you hit a pothole and your car goes, bump, bump, they want you to think of them first before you think of anyone else. That's brilliant in a way that it allows the professional consumer to know, hey, there's a, a, a capital version of fixing these problems, fixing these potholes, and that version is to trust someone like a Domino's. So you go to their website, you submit your pothole, and next thing you know, it's thank you so much for your submission for only $9. We'll bring you a pizza and we'll avoid the pothole, right? That's brilliant. This is an opportunity for Domino's to do very little work in the future, very little um, pass these off to other contractors, pass these off to whatever it is they're actually doing with the potholes, but to make every time the shocks engage in your vehicle something that makes you think about them. That's what a professional consumer is doing. A professional consumer is using any excuse they can to advocate and attach and associate with a brand. 
Myself, I'm a huge brand advocate of Russell and Hazel. It's a office supply company, and the products that they sell are phenomenally well-designed, just aesthetically gorgeous products. Now, I don't necessarily tell everyone about it. I don't necessarily uh, post to their Facebook page with how great and wonderful I feel about the new pack of post-its that they've just come out with or sticky notes. But what I do is I give their products to people all the time. I let people experience that. Because for me, as a professional consumer, if I can engage someone who's not a professional consumer with this very simple act of giving them something that they can see me better through, giving them something that they can see past a typical standard brand like 3M or Post-it or Poppin or Bic or you name it, any of these other brands, there's an opportunity for them to see these products and go, wow, this is something different. And by association, I'm looked at differently. And by association, my business is looked at differently. So taking these few opportunities you have with a consumer to not just make them a consumer, but make them a professional consumer by giving them an experience that they can really latch onto, that they can advocate for, that's what helps you survive in business today. Right now, while you and I are on this podcast, while you're listening to me and while I'm talking to you, there's another person that's starting a business competing against you. It's happening right now. And if that person hears this podcast and gets this message before you, shouldn't they survive? Shouldn't they be the ones that are available for more consumers tomorrow over yourself? And I'm not saying your business is bad or there's anything wrong with you, but you need to be thinking this way. You need to know that the customers you could be selling right now and you're not are buying from someone if they're in need of your product and service. And you either didn't get to them fast enough, you weren't being loud enough about what you do, where you don't have a business where the survival of that business is driving that consumer interaction. It's just not there. You have these situations where you're engaging with customers and you hope it's working, you hope it's working. Maybe they do purchase something, maybe they don't. And at the end of the day, every time they don't, that should tell you something about your business. I have people tell me things like, well, I've got a 50% close rate. Yeah, the other side of that coin is a 50% loss rate. How can you be happy about a 50% close rate with a 50% loss rate? There should be something about what you're losing that makes your winning percentage higher if you can take the lessons you get from those losses and apply them to winning. And this is a great thing to think of if you're an employer. Every time you interview someone for your job and that person takes that job, you've done a good job. Every time someone quits your business, you got fired, not them. So if you're getting fired by employees left and right, what are you doing that's either way right or way wrong? Because it's not just a prosumer that's going to advocate for your brand. It's your employees. And when 76% of your employees, and that's not my stat, that's a stat based on an entire industry that tracks this stuff, 76% are actively disengaged in the business. One of the four people you're surrounding yourself with right now are actually advocating for you to the point that their friends, their family, and the people that interact with them know they work there, know they're happy there, and are willing to support that business to support their friend. This is why a prosumer matters. This is why a survival of the fittest mentality matters. And at the end of the day, it's not about the revenue you make. It's not about 
what you are or aren't charging people and aren't or aren't doing. It's about the whole thing as a whole, right? In the restaurant industry in particular, there's a um, there's a big part of restaurant and uh, culinary management school where they teach you to make a cup of coffee because at the end of a meal at a nice restaurant, the last thing that someone usually gets is a cup of coffee. And people usually judge that meal based on the last thing that happens before they walk out the door. If the price is too high, they go, wow, the price was too high. If the service was too slow, they go, wow, the service was so slow. If your waiter, waiters, server, whatever, drops off that check and then takes 10 minutes to get back around to pick it up, everything that happened before that moment is void. What that person's going to leave with is that. So when you make a flawless cup of coffee and you use the amount of time that person spends drinking the coffee to wrap up their experience, check them out, get them out the front door, the last thing they experience is a really good cup of coffee and it alerts them. It brings attention to the entire experience and any good restaurant worth their weight will always have a cup of coffee offered at the end of it. And that right there is what's going to keep them surviving against all those restaurants that don't. Now, I don't know if any of this applies to your business or not, but what I do know is one of the things I am excellent at is making things like this apply to a business. Again, I'm a business coach, and all I want to do all day long is talk to people like you about your business. So whether or not you're paying me, I don't really care. Call me. I want to know what you want to know more about your business, what you want to know more about how to get more clients, get more sales. 704-804-2119. Call me. I'm happy to chat. Just when I answer, just say, Hey, Coach Cal, you're the one that told me to call you because my business needs to be here for the survival of all other businesses. And when you can't swing a dead cat without hitting a business coach in whatever city you're in, that's a pretty good indicator that not all of us are as good as one another. And if I'm ever going to be the best available, I need more people to know about me and more people to see me and see what I do. So at the end of the day, I am talking to you directly. If you're wondering, would this person be able to help me with that? I don't know if I can or not. But what I do know is if I can't, I'll tell you flat out that I cannot. And I'll make introductions to anyone that I know who can. And that's what's going to keep me surviving long after other business coaches are done. So I hope this was helpful. I hope you take this survival of the fittest and adapt it to your business because your business needs it. Even if you're doing a great job, think about that one area right now where people aren't happy. Maybe it's your customers. Maybe it's your employees. Whatever it is at the end of the day, it's your responsibility to fix it. And it's my responsibility to show you how.